What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week, uh, this is our first listener request movie. Um, This is coming from our buddy Ryan Graham. Uh, He doesn't have Facebook or Instagram or anything like that because he's a loser. But but he... uh, his pick was Disturbia, and he ended up winning the winning the draw. So this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, and this is episode number sixteen for us. Um, and this came out in two thousand seven. Yeah, that's correct. And I mean, not really a horror movie, but I mean, we can consider it a thriller, I guess. Eh? Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll roll with it. Yeah, we'll go with that. Regardless, though, I enjoy it. So yeah, I don't really doesn't matter to me um, exactly <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah man what's up um what doing not much i've watched a couple things this week um watched friday the 13th part two nice uh is that from the set that i lent yeah you? So yeah so i'm gonna binge them all see how many Sweet. i get through this uh long weekend yeah because i've definitely seen like the first three or four but like the the rest I haven't seen for sure. So yeah, going to give those a gander. Nice. Um, and then I watched that uh, animated movie. I told you about our last uh, podcast, uh, soul station. Oh, you did watch it. Yep. It was um, good. It was pretty good. Actually. The, yeah. uh, the ending, I did not expect that ending. It was kind of fucked up, but okay. it was good. I'd say it's definitely worth checking out. Like, all right. It didn't seem like it had that much to do with Training to Busan, even though it's like titled this a prequel to it. Yeah. But it was still a good uh, zombie movie and it's animated. So, yeah. Cool. Definitely worth checking out. And right after we recorded the Train to Busan episode, we both watched uh, the trailer for Peninsula. Yeah. And even it didn't like seem like it had a lot of relation to train to busan like it definitely could have been like a standalone film yeah judging by the judging by the trailer anyways i think the reason because in the title it has like train to busan presents yeah i think they're just using that kind of like a marketing technique to get people excited for it that's true so yeah i could definitely see that what uh, what have you been doing or watching this week uh well as you know after i listened to it's a horror podcast scream episode Yep. It kind of really got me craving the Scream franchise. <laughs> craving, get it? Wes Craven. <laughs> that was uh, a bad dad joke. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've been, I've been, uh, I watched the first, second, and third one this nice. these past couple of days, and I'll be going on to the fourth one probably tomorrow. Yeah, I got to revisit yeah. those soon too. It's been, uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Like the first one I've watched probably lately like last year i think but yeah the rest of them i haven't seen in a while and the fourth one i hadn't seen since it, the theater so it's been quite yeah. a while that's the same with me man like i remembered everything in the first one because i've seen it like a hundred times yeah but then yeah. like the second and third one so far i'm just like oh it was almost like watching it for the first time kind of. yeah like i vaguely remember <laughs> some parts from it but, yeah uh, yeah for the most part i don't remember mostly what happened in that yeah but yeah i'm having a good time with it Nice. And uh, we started watching that Dare Me show on Netflix. Okay, I haven't it's, seen that yet. It's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to say it's good, but I mean, it's, I don't know. It's kind of it's disturbing right. sometimes, but yeah. yeah. It's almost got like a, 
Riverdale sort of feel to it. Oh, it's okay, got that okay. darkness kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything, anything else. I didn't write them all down like I said I was going to. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. But I think tomorrow I just got an email from uh, Shutter saying yeah. that uh, episode two and three of the Curse Films dropped today, I think. Nice. So I'm going to be watching those tomorrow too. I'm surprised yeah, think, they did. Too. I think I'm going to check out the the first episode after we record this. I think. Yeah, it's sick, and it's a it's only like a 30 minute episode, so it's nice, short. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Nice. Move on to the podcast shoutouts. Yes, sir. So as always, it's a horror podcast. Our boys, like I just said, they just dropped their scream episode. Um, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably their best episode. It's really good. Yeah, they uh, they they saved the best for last on this season for sure. Oh, 100 percent. And uh, we are horrified. They uh, they don't release an episode for another week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can look forward to that. And we love horror. I haven't talked to them too much lately, so I'm not sure when their next episode is going to be. But I know that they're doing. They're doing another episode of top tens for the seventies. And then I think their last one is going to be of the sixties. Okay. And then I'm not sure what their plan is after that moving forward, but Dope. something to look forward to. Yep. And lastly, the creepy crap podcast, our buddy from down in Australia, giving you the shittiest horror movies that you can possibly find. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I just listened to uh, his latest episode on a movie called Bagman, <laughs> And, like I saw the the episode pop up and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And well, judging by what he was saying, it's pretty craptacular. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's all I got. Nice. So we'll hop into it now. Let's get to her. So like we said in the intro, this week we're doing the bonus episode, which is a listener request. Um, we're going to be doing this every couple of weeks, I believe. But uh, yes, yeah, our first one, and we're doing Disturbia. Yes. Uh, so we'll start with the synopsis. A teen living under house arrest becomes convinced his neighbor is a serial killer. One line, short and sweet, straight <laughs> to the point. <laughs> Pretty much uh, wraps up the whole movie there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and this movie was directed by DJ Caruso, mm-hmm. and this guy he had like like fairly popular movies, but not yeah. a lot of them. And he like don't really hear his name. Anymore. No, like uh, this was one that popped out to me. It's like one of his. I think it's his first 
like movie he directed. Like he's in a bunch of TV shows and stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, well, excuse me. One of the ones that I've listed is Assault and Sea. I can't remember if it was before or after this one, but it, it was a good movie. It has Val Kilmer in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember if it came out before or after Disturbia, though. Um, and he's also linked to a uh, possible Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. Um, movie or I think it's TV, the TV show maybe they're bringing back. I'm not sure what it is. I meant to look at that after I was doing all this, but I forgot. But yeah, I, I did see that it was rumored on there. Yeah, but he's done like a lot of TV show episodes and stuff like that. Yeah. Not too yeah. many movies. Yeah. Uh, he has uh, Eagle Eye. Yeah. Um, I am number four. And Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Which yeah, was so. not a good movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> really, I mean, like The Salt and Sea and Disturbia are probably the only movies out of that list that I do like. Yeah, yeah, me too. <clears throat> And it stars the one and only Shia LaBeouf. And he plays Kale. Yep. Very young Shia before he kind of yeah. went off the rails. I didn't and- even look at his IMDb to see like what, like order, where his, was the shicks. Like I know like pretty much everything he's been in, but. Yeah. Was this before Transformers? Yeah. So he got the role on Transformers because of his role in this, because, uh, they were happy with his performance, like with the action stuff. Yeah. So that's how he kind of got that role in Transformers. Okay. From what I read anyways. And he's obviously from Holes. Uh, he was actually in Eagle Eye as well. So he's worked with DJ Crusoe a couple times now. Yeah. Uh, Transformers, the first and second one. Um, the greatest game ever played, which is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um. American Honey, another great movie. I don't know if you've seen it or not. No, but you've talked about it a lot, though. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. Like, I had Sarah watch it, and she was just like, "I don't understand what your big hype is." All that. Yeah, I don't we'll have I, that, I really like one it. movie that you just really love. Yeah. Uh, most recently, The Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. Did you enjoy watching that one? Yeah, I did. And what'd you think it's of it? Super good. Yeah, it was really good too. Yeah, really um, enjoyed it. Yeah. And I mean, like he's been in so much stuff, but uh, yeah, Um, there's a movie that he has that he's in that I've done some, heard some things about called the tax collector and it's not out yet, but apparently it's so gory and like fucked up that it may not even be released. Really? Like only a few people have actually seen the movie and, uh, like no one knows if it's going to be released because it's so gritty and like bad, like not like, yeah. So I have to look that up after. Yeah. Directed by David Ayer. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So is it like, is it at a post-production then? Like it's ready to be released? Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's done, but it's just not being released yet. Really? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, if there's anybody listening that knows how to get their hands on that, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm definitely interested. Yeah. All right. And Shia's love interest in the movie is Sarah Romer. She plays Ashley. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't been in too, too much. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't look at her page. She didn't really <clears throat> look too familiar to me. Yeah, the only thing I remembered her from was this movie, like yeah. from obviously my memory. But uh, but she was in Hatchie, A Dog's Tale, um, Fired Up, Wrist Cutters, and Waking Madison. And then she's been in a bunch of TV shows and shit too. Oh, okay. But yeah, I I don't remember her from anything else. Nah, me either. <clears throat> and then Carrie Ann Moss plays Julie. She's Kale's mom. Yeah. And you'll most famously know her for uh, the Matrix trilogy, obviously. Yeah. She played Trinity. Yeah. Uh, she's in Memento, uh, The Bye Bye Man, which is a shitty horror movie. Don't even waste your time. With I that. haven't seen it just because I heard oh, it was so bad. Fuck. I was so pumped whenever it like was first coming out too. Like the trailers yeah. made it look so good. It was <laughs> awful. Uh, she was in Silent Hill Revelation. Yep. And she played the voice of Arya. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Tilok or Tilok from the Mass Effect original trilogy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, she's been in a bunch of sh- stuff too. So yeah, she was um, in all those uh, DC uh, or sorry Marvel shows, right? Like, yeah, uh, Punisher Jessica- and all of them. Yeah, Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, David Morse played Mister Turner, who is the potential serial killer, <laughs> and uh, he was in the Green Mile Contact. Uh, the Hurt Locker, Twelve Monkeys, Horns, and The Good Son. Yo, did he? Was he the fucking asshole in the Green Mile? Yeah. Well, he was like, no. Was he the asshole? He was the big guard in the Green Mile. Oh, okay. He, he kind of does have the same face as the guy that. Uh, I'm trying to remember that kills the the fucking guy in the electric chair. Maybe it wasn't uh, him. I don't know. It's been so long since I've watched it. Cause I remember like there was two assholes, two asshole yeah. guards, like the one that stomped on the little mouse. Yeah. I can't remember if that was him or if, cause there's him who was like a, he was a big guy. Then there was like a little rat fucker. Yeah. Yeah. The little rat fucker is the one that was the big asshole. Yeah. Right. Maybe I'm getting, we're getting uh, <laughs> away from the point. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. He's been in a lot of shit. Yeah. And, uh, I wasn't going to include Aaron Yu because he's not like, I mean, he's a pretty big role in the movie, but he's, uh, he, I wouldn't consider him one of the main people. Yeah, I figured he'd be in a lot more stuff. Yeah. It, I, yeah. Like, I think we talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, we I really watched like him in this movie, then. to be honest. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, but uh, he, yeah, he played Ronnie, who was Kale's best friend. And uh, he was in the movie 21, uh, Friday the 13th remake. Uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist and mm-hmm. Kid Cannabis. Yeah. And some other stuff too, but these were his like, big ones. Yeah. And that's all I got for the cast. So if you want, we can jump into that movie discussion. Yep. Let's do it. And like always, spoilers. Yes. All right. So Kale is fishing with his father. Um, they're on their way home. Uh, they get in a car accident and they, like a truck in front of them sort of the way and they hit a car that's pulled over. They like roll over and then they're like on the roof and, uh, 
a truck like runs into them on like Kale's dad's side and like man that would be yeah. fucking terrifying. Oh, for see, sure. Like see that truck coming, you can't do shit because you're just fucking stuck. Mm-hmm. So, Two things about yeah about this scene. Not to cut you off. Uh, that scene where they're fishing, I thought this yeah. was interesting. That whole scene was uh, um, off the cuff, like it wasn't scripted. Oh, really? Uh, what the fuck's the word that I'm thinking of? Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Improv. <laughs> improv, yeah. Improv. <laughs> Improvised. Um, yeah, that's it. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that whole scene was improvised. And like, why was that car parked in the middle of the freaking road? I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, that made me so angry. Yeah. And like, how the hell does that truck hit them whenever they're on the roof? Yeah. That too. Like, how did he not see them there? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's a good start to the movie for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kale's dad dies. Uh, Kale survives. Jumps to one year later. You're in a Spanish class in high school. You're introduced to Kale's uh, best friend, Ronnie, who's Korean. And you kind of get off, off the cusp that he's kind of like a class clown stuff because yeah. he keeps saying like uh, kick, kiss ass or kick ass or something like that i think it's kiss ass which yeah. means perhaps in Spanish. yeah yeah and then the teacher asks kale like to read something from to say something in spanish but kale can't because he didn't study and the teacher asks him what would your father think of this if uh if you failed this class then immediately kale punches him in the face and I mean, rightfully so, in my opinion. Oh yeah, like yeah. fuck that guy. Yeah, you, you don't say something like that. No, you don't. Um, so it goes to the courtroom. You find out that Kale isn't eighteen yet, so he only gets three months of house arrest. They're like putting it on him, and there's like a it's a hundred foot radius. Um, it immediately calls the police if it turns red. It costs them $12 per day to keep this on him. And then you find out that the cop on his case is his teacher's cousin. And this is one part of the movie that pissed me off so much. Because it's like a conflict of interest, but he's still on the case the whole movie. Yeah, I agree. And then you don't realize until the end of the movie why he's on the case the whole time. So I wish they kind of would have... Like had a little scene with the cop, like saying, "Like, tell, call me as soon as something happens. Like, make sure you call me first. Don't call another cop." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it sounds. So it just doesn't seem fair. No, it doesn't at all. So Kale is like lazing around the house, eating like peanut butter dipped in chocolate, drinking Red Bull. He's like watching hot. What? I was going to say that scene disgusted me. <laughs> oh, I know. Like fucking Ugh. so gross. Um, he's like watching like hot girls on the TV. His mom comes in and he switched it to like news. And they're quickly talking about uh, a girl named Patricia Williams who went missing. Her mom like takes away all of his like iTunes and his Xbox and like cuts his TV cord. So then it kind of like has like a little montage and, uh, they play System of the Down song, which is like one of my favorite bands. And so I was <laughs> totally pumped during this. I was like, no way. Yeah. The soundtrack on this movie is awesome. It really is. Yeah. And uh, Kayla has no idea how to do chores. He's like 
filling the like laundry, the washing machine till like clothes are sticking out of it. He just like tosses like soap into like the dishwasher. It's like, man, you've ever done chores in your life. Uh, the amount of soap he puts into that dishwasher is just like, holy oh. shit. Your house is going to be full of bubbles soon. Yeah. Uh, so you learned his mom is a real estate agent as well. Yeah. But it doesn't really touch on that too much in the movie. So there's a family moving in next door. Obviously, they have a hot daughter who Kale likes. <laughs> yeah. The neighbor kids leave uh, a bag filled with dog shit on fire. <laughs> Kale chases them down the street. Then they're like, oh, isn't I thought he can't leave his house. And then Kale has to like, run back. Uh, yeah, like reminds him that he has the ankle bracelet on. Yeah, yeah. So the cops come. Uh, they kind of like let him off, give him a warning. So he starts like setting up his yard with like boundaries. Like he goes until it's red and then he just goes back. So he knows how far he can like wander around his yard. And then I thought this part was pretty funny. There's like a kid on a tricycle, like just like rolling down the fucking street. Yeah. And I wonder if this was a little like tip the hat to the shining. Because it kind of did look like Danny from The Shining. Yeah, that's true, eh? I never really yeah, like long hair, like on the tricycle. I thought it was, yeah. I don't know, maybe not. That could be. So, Kale goes into his dad's like office to spy on the next door neighbor, uh, Ashley. And then Ronnie shows up and he's showing him all of his neighbors and like what he's noticed from just being stuck in his house all day. So he notices that the husband across the street is cheating on his wife with their cleaning lady. Yeah. The kids, they watch porn when their mom isn't there. Uh, Robert Turner, the neighbor, he's just a normal dude, just like cutting his lawn like twice a day. Yeah, and then so how sh- normal is he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he shows him Ashley, who's like swimming in their backyard. And then um, later that night, he's like watching the news with his mom and you learn that a murderer who possibly murdered the girl from before, they talk about uh, a 1960 blue Mustang with a dent on the left side that has been noticed. Yeah. And didn't he notice? Yeah, he he does notice it. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, noticed that before that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Kale like has alarm set up on his phone for when like Ashley exercises, <laughs> which is kind of weird. Yeah. But, he's like a stage four fucking creep. And that's he is. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, gets like popcorn and just like, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and she like, kind of like looks like towards him. And then he's like, oh, she can't see him. It's too dark. And then she like looks up again and she can clearly see him. Or knows that he's looking at her, and that's another thing about this movie. Like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it now. I say yeah. it later on in my review too. But like, yeah. it's nighttime, and you, everybody knows that if you're trying to look at at something inconspicuously at night, shut yeah. your lights off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at night, if the lights are on, everybody's gonna see what you're doing. Yeah, and uh, so Mr. Turner arrives home, and this is where. Um, Kale notices the blue Mustang and that it has a dent on the left side. Right. Yeah. The, uh, the next day he's like reading about the missing woman 
And then he goes outside and he's like looking. Uh, Turner's like cutting his lawn and Kale's like creeping up on the ground to look through the fence at him. And Turner like keeps going like, oh, what are you doing over there? He's like coming closer and you think that Turner is going to, you know, he thinks he sees Kale, but it's just a rabbit in his garden. So that was a pretty, pretty cool scene. Yeah. Um, You learn that the killings are similar to seven killings that happened three years ago in Texas. The bodies were found in a house. Kale is then spying on Ashley with Ronnie and, uh, they're like both spying on her and like Ronnie like hits the window by mistake <laughs> mm-hmm. and like bend down and then Kale like looks up and Ashley sees sees them uh, spying on her. And she's super cool about it though. Yeah, she is, which I mean, these days probably wouldn't be super cool oh, about it. God no. But uh so she comes over and like Kale and like Ronnie, they like do a pretty good job of like acting like teenage boys in this, I found. Yeah. Like it's kind of like over the top ridiculous like high school shit, but they are in high school, so I think they yeah. portray that pretty well. Yeah, they're like super awkward and don't really know how to talk to a girl sort of thing. Yeah. And uh so she comes over, she finds his Kale's binoculars that he uses, and they're explaining to Ashley, like everyone around them, and then start telling her about how Turner is a killer from Texas. And uh, they like show her his car and Denton is fixed now. They notice like uh, a longhorn skull in his garage. So she decides like, oh, let's just have a stakeout then to spy on Turner. So it's nighttime now. Turner brings a girl home from the club and they're like spying on them, like having their date and dinner and like dancing and stuff. And then Turner like takes out a knife and you think that he's going to stab her, but he just like cuts off a tag off of her dress or something like that. Yeah. It was a price tag. Yeah. Price tag. So I wonder like if he, if he like maybe takes like the girl shopping or something and then like brings them home or something. I don't know. Cause it's weird. Well, it a tag on it. Yeah. Go ahead. I, th- I mean, I'm not a female, so I might be wrong with this, but I think like the, the intent for this scene was that like she just bought it to have like to look nice for one night and then she was going to return it the next day or something like that. Oh, that's a good point actually. Yeah. Cause I think Ashley does say like, Oh, I guess she won't be returning that one anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a good point. I didn't, uh, I didn't catch that. I, I don't know if that's something that women actually do. I mean, or... it makes sense. I I'd do that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, the boys across the street, they're watching porn again. The, uh, <laughs> The club girls like run around his house, like Turner's house, screaming for help. And then she disappears. And Turner sees Kale like looking, or like Turner's looking at his house. So you just assume that he sees them looking at her. And then you see club girls like Car like leave the house. So everyone thinks that club girl just left. Yeah. You good? Yeah, you cut out for a second, but I think it's all right. Okay. Um, yeah, that's so good. <clears throat> so yeah, the club girl, her car is leaving his place, so you assume that she's gone and that everything's good. Yeah. So the next morning, Kale goes downstairs, 
and Turner is in the house. Um, so you find out that his mom met him at the grocery store and she had a flat tire and they couldn't fix it. So he gave her a ride home. So obviously her tire was slashed by somebody. I wonder who, <laughs> <laughs> and then I found at this part, there was like way too many like jokes, like between Turner and like kale like about like knife jokes or like killing or like just like under the radar jokes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can agree with that. So then you find out Ashley is having a party later that night and tells Kale not to pick up the binoculars. So obviously he does and he gets mad when he sees like a guy flirting with her and stuff like that. So he like goes and gets a speaker from his room and like puts it on the roof of his his house <laughs> and then puts on like super slow music, like super loud. Yeah. So Ashley gets pissed off obviously and starts coming over and you hear like I think a door uh the doorbell and he Kale opens the door and the kids threw throw water balloons on him. So he's like, like oh, I'll get my revenge later. Yeah, yeah. So Kale goes back inside and Ashley sneaks in through a window to try and turn off his music. And then they're like kind of like fighting over his iPod and they start like making out and stuff. And as they're doing that, you see at Turner's house, there's like a plastic over a window and you see like a, you hear a chainsaw and blood like splatter. Yeah. And then Turner, you see Turner take it down and then he's taking like a big bag down the stairs into his garage. So you assume that it's a body. So the next day, Ashley is following Turner at a hardware store while Ronnie breaks into Turner's car to get the code to his garage. And Cal is like navigating Ronnie and then talking to Ashley at the same time. Mm-hmm. So Ashley is following Turner and then he like leaves the store Ashley leaves and then Turner like blocks her in the parking lot. Then he like gets in her car, takes her keys. And then he's like kind of telling her to like leave him alone. But he's like, oh, I know when a young girl wants to get with a older guy, this is the kinds of thing that she does. Yeah. It was really creepy. It was creepy. Yeah. So he's basically just telling her like, leave him alone. Yeah. And Ronnie gets the code to get in Turner's garage. And then later that night, Kale gets blueprints to Turner's house. Um, I'm not sure how he got them. I think, I don't know if it was from his mom. Yeah, I don't know. Because I thought it was like just random that he does somehow blueprints to this guy's house. Yeah, I don't know if I like, I don't know if I missed how he got them or if it just doesn't show it. Yeah, me either. It was just like, I don't know if I was looking down at my phone or something, and then I looked up and he had the blueprint sprawled out across the yeah, table. Yeah, same with me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so he, yeah, because somehow he got the blueprints for before he moved into the house. Yeah. And then after, like, I don't know how he got that. It doesn't make sense yeah. anyway. But anyway, so Turner built an extension on his house that wasn't there before. Um, and then Ronnie realizes that he dropped his phone in Turner's car when he went to get the code. So he's going to go get it. It's nighttime. He has a camera with him so Kale can see what's going on. So Ronnie gets into the garage 
he finds the bag from before. It like smells really bad. And then the garage door closes with Ronnie inside. And you don't really see what Ronnie's doing. It's kind of like he runs into the house because he thinks someone's in the garage with him. Mm-hmm. And he's just like running through the house, like screaming and stuff like that. And then the like camera falls and knocks over a lamp. And then he like goes silent. So Kale runs over with the bat. The, but, yeah, sorry, before, before Kale runs over, like Ronnie trips and falls and the camera lands on the ground and he can yeah. see inside of a, like a, a heating grate. And yeah, yeah. Look, yes. he sees that there's like a woman's face in there. Well, he not yet. He doesn't see that. Is that not yet? No, no, it's later on. Oh shit, my bad. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he goes up to the door and uh, doors open at Turner's house, and the cops show up before you can go in, and they're gonna arrest Kale, but then Kale's like, "Oh, there's a bag. My friend Ronnie's in the in the house, and there's a there's a bag in the garage with a body in it." So the cops are like, well, I mean, your door was open when we got here. So that's kind of weird. So I guess we'll look through your your house. Mm-hmm. So the cops get the bag and turns out that it's just a deer that Turner hit on the road. Yeah. And then Kale mentioned to them, oh, the, the blue Mustang. And then Turner's like, oh, I had to fix it for the car show. And then Kale's like, ha, car show, eh? And he's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day Kale's mom is going to go talk to Turner to try and convince him to not press charges um, and then like Kale's upstairs and <laughs> this is so funny you see the camera that Ronnie had is playing on Kale's TV and Kale's or Ronnie's like in a closet and it, like, he looks dead and yeah. Kale realizes that it's his closet. So he like opens the closet and Ronnie's there like lying dead. And then Ronnie scares the shit out of him. And oh man, <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Yeah, it was. But then like Kale's like, oh, like freaks out. He's like, you know what I just went through? And like Ronnie's like, oh, sorry, man. I just didn't know what to do. Like, what am I going to say that I broke into this guy's house? It so, is a really bad joke considering everything that just It was happened. a bad joke, but it was fucking funny. <laughs> So Ronnie like plays the tape from the camera, goes downstairs, and I don't know how Kale saw this to be honest, because he's like over by the window and he like quickly looks over and then like in that split second he notices the like dead body in the the vent. Yeah, and he has to zoom it in and enhance it like fucking six times. So I don't anyway, I was gonna skip over that because it's a dumb thing, but whatever. Yeah. So as soon as he like zooms in and notices it's the redhead from the uh, the missing person, um, Kale's mom is like over with Turner, and then she's just about to say bye, and then like out of nowhere he just grabs her and smashes her face off the uh, the wall, yeah. and like I guess <laughs> like I don't know why he did it because I don't know maybe he did know that that Kale knew what he did, but I don't know. It just seemed out of nowhere to me. I don't know. I feel like at this point he definitely has an idea. Like he's caught him spying on him. Yeah. Now he, he knows that someone broke into his garage. Yeah, that's true. 
So, yeah, he attacks the mom. He comes over to Kale's house, and Kale is like, oh, Ronnie, like, get up here. We need to see this. And uh, Turner comes in, and then he hits Ronnie in the head with a bat. Him and Kale uh, start fighting, and they go out on the lawn, and then Kale or Turner knocks Kale out and then ties him up, brings him upstairs. He takes the camera tape out, and then he's going to make it look like Kale killed his mom and Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley shows up and they kind of fight with uh, Turner and then they lock themselves in his dad's office and uh, they untie Kale and then he's going to go get his mom and they don't really see Ashley for the rest of the movie until the end Yeah. so Kale goes over and then his um, I guess like alarm thing goes off on his ankle and then this is where you find out that the call goes to Gutierrez, the teacher's uh, cousin, where you find out that he wanted dibs on this kid, on Kale, basically. Yeah. So he's going to go take care of it. Kale makes it into his house, and then he's like in the hallway, and he finds the vent, and he like breaks into it and sees the dead body, but he can't get into the room of where it is. Mm-hmm. So we go ahead. I was going to say this part, like, like he knows right where the vent is, which I find kind of weird. Yeah. In the video, true. like it's all dark in the house and you yeah. can see, you can see like where Ronnie's going, but it's all night vision and shit. Yeah. It's yeah. like super fast paced. So how does he know exactly where this vent is? Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, and then Turner's outside of the house as well. Mm-hmm. So Kale ends up finding the secret room. There's like a bunch of, excuse me, a bunch of freezers and stuff like that. He finds club girl stuff. Uh, Turner kills the cop in the hallway, just like snaps his neck. Kale like finds this kind of like, like deeper part of the basement where it's like all like muddy and like there's like water and shit down there. Yeah. And like all the dead bodies are like in there. And he finds his mom tied up. He cuts her down and then she like falls into Turner and then him and uh, Kale like fight a bit. Kale like gets like slashed on the back, and then Kale's mom like stabs Turner Turner in the leg, and then Kale stabs him with the garden shears, and then pushes him like into the water, and he's pretty much dead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much how like that whole pretty much ends there. Kale, then it cuts to Kale. He's getting off house arrest early for good behavior. Uh, Kale ends up having Ashley as his girlfriend, I guess, because they kind of like kiss and stuff like that. Him and Ronnie and them, they get revenge on the kids. They like call their mom and pretend to be the cable guy. <laughs> and like she like walks in and she's like, oh yeah, you're uh, on the second floor. Someone's like accessing so-and-so porn or whatever. And uh, yeah, she catches them watching it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Ronnie's alive. He has like a big fucking bruise on his side of his face. And then like Ronnie's like videotaping them and they're like, just ends with them kissing each other. And that's it. Yeah. That end scene was really weird too. Like, dude, they see, I know I they see Ronnie videotaping them and then they just keep going. And then he I just hated keeps it, man. It kept going on for like <laughs> so long. It felt it was like, this is so awkward. It was really awkward. But yeah, I'll talk more about that in my review. All right. 
Okay. So I'll hop into my re review right now. Okay. Uh, I gave the story a 5.5 out of 10. Ooh, we're going decibels now. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't like bad enough to be just a straight five, and it wasn't good enough to be anything yeah. higher than that. But yeah, uh, I said it's not a great story, but it wasn't like super bad either. Yeah, and like it started off really good. Like I feel like there was like a lot of good tension and shit whenever they're trying to figure everything out. But then like yeah, the ending, the ending kind of fell short for me. Dude, I felt <clears> the same <throat> way. Yeah. And, uh, it like everywhere you look is being criticized for being a rear window ripoff, which is yeah. an old, uh, Hitchcock movie. Yeah. And I can most definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, I said the movie definitely understands who its target audience was and it worked perfectly for 18 year old me whenever it first came out, but yeah. not so much now. <laughs> yeah, man, you're getting it to a T. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I gave the quality an eight out of 10. Okay. I went, I went pretty high on that just because, I mean, like, the characters are pretty funny and likable. Yeah. Uh, Turner was, like, I mean, David Morse is great. Uh, there's good tension once it starts getting going and pretty good relationships between the characters, like, between Ashley and uh, yeah. Kale and Kale and Ronnie. So I yeah. felt like that was good. Uh, I said Shy is once again perfect for the role he plays. I don't feel like many other people could pull this off as good as he did. Like yeah. that uh, sarcastic asshole, eighteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, another thing too, I said good use of on-location sets. This was one thing I found whenever I was browsing through the trivia on IMDb. Mm -hmm. Like the two houses that this was shot in, like Kale's house and then Turner's house, they're yeah. both like actual houses, okay. but they're in two completely different cities. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. And the, the scene where Ronnie's looking through the or Ronnie, uh, Kale's looking through the fence at Turner, like in his backyard. Yeah, that was actually like a false wall behind him, and okay. uh, David Morse was actually taller than it. It's just the way that the angle of the camera was; it made him look like, or it made it look like he was actually a house. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, so I thought that was neat. But yeah, I mean, I gave the story five and a half, and I gave the quality a eight. But uh, I mean, I still really enjoyed it yeah it just i like i enjoyed it for what it was yeah like back whenever it first came out this is probably one of my favorite movies yeah but oh, now I it's 100 percent agree yeah like this is a movie made for like late teens trying to maybe get into the horror genre a little bit yeah that's that's a really good point yeah what about you uh so yeah my story gave a five out of ten okay um the plot is like a cool idea, but I just don't think they quite pulled it off in this. Yeah. Uh, this movie was fucking boring. Like, you think so? Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I, I hated the ending. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I felt like it, it just happened too quickly. Yeah. Like they kind of rushed it. Um, it's like, there was like an, an hour and a half of like tension and build up, And then like, yeah. Five minutes of a final product. Yeah. And like they killed Turner like so quickly. Yeah. And like Shia's character is like 17 years old, but he can still just kill this older man who's pretty fucking big. Yeah. Like, like David Morse is six foot four. Yeah. Like so quickly. 
I don't know, but I did like the main characters for the, for the most part. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know, just kind of an average movie, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then for quality, I gave it a five out of 10 as well. Oh, okay. Um, the acting was, was, was good. Nothing like crazy special, but I did like the characters and I loved Ronnie and I loved, uh, Kale. Um, Ashley was okay too. Like as just the next door, next door girl or whatever. Um, it was pretty suspenseful movie. I just don't know what I didn't like about this movie. I just, this time watching it is, I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I think what you said is very true. Like I love this movie as a teenager as well, mm-hmm. but I think, I think you're right. Like you nail it on the head with it being like a good introductory movie to someone who is trying to get into horror. Yeah. And I felt like they kind of just like jumped from like scene to scene of like leading up to like all their investigative work and stuff like that. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty jumpy, I guess. Hey, like, yeah, I don't know. So I guess, yeah. So story of five out of 10 quality of five out of 10. I was kind of disappointed because I love this movie so much. I haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> and now it's like, ah, uh, kind of like just a okay movie. Yeah. Maybe that was part of the problem. You're just too hyped to watch it. Yeah, maybe. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll jump on to Rotten Tomatoes. And the critics' consensus states, aside from its cliched resolution, Disturbia is a tense, subtle thriller with a noteworthy performance from Shia LaBeouf. Nice. So our boy gets the call out in the consensus. <laughs> okay, what do you think the critics scored this one? Um, Fuck, this is a tough one, man. I'm going to go with like a 64. Okay, you're closer than I thought you were going to be. They gave it a 69. Ooh, okay. On 175 ratings. Yeah, I wasn't sure about this one. It, it was higher than I expected for the critic score. Yeah, yeah. Like I was expecting like closer to a 50. What's a, what's the audience score? The audience scored it a 77%. <sighs> wow. I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on Rotten Tomatoes right now because it shows like the age group. Oh, does it? People. Yeah. That would be nice. I'm just going to. I'm just going to do this really quick. Maybe I'll look it up after. But, uh, okay. So, yeah, the audience scored at a 77% on 1.4 million ratings. Cool. Which is a huge amount. All right. So, after this, we'll get into our scare section. Let's do it. Okay, so what did you give it for a scare rating? So scare rating, I gave it a three out of ten. Okay. Um, I didn't find it really scary at all, but it was pretty suspenseful in some parts. Um, like Mark said before, uh, it's a good movie if you're trying to get into uh, horror movies. It's not like really scary, but. It is really suspenseful in some parts. So, yeah. What about you? Uh, I gave it a two out of 10. So, yeah. similar to you. Uh, and I basically said the exact same thing. Like, it's not scary, but there's good tension and suspension build up. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like, 
dark atmosphere and shit. Yeah. Like Turner's house is pretty creepy too. It is. Yeah. Like he has a really elaborate setup for all he this. He does. Like he's a pretty smart guy to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And what did you say the scariest scene was? So I put whenever Kale was looking through the fence, actually. Okay. Um, Cause like you knew that Turner wasn't like looking at him, but it still made you think that he was just the way that the like angle of the camera was. And like you saw, you feel Kale like getting like scared shitless and you're like, Oh fuck, this guy fucking see me right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I know I, that's, but I don't know. I thought that was pretty uh suspenseful part. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> what about you? I said, uh, like when Ronnie's in the garage. Yeah. And that's a good Turner one. Yeah. Out. Cause like, you can't really see what's going on. You can only see Ronnie no. kind of freaking out. And then like, I think at one point he has like the camera on the car and then mm-hmm. it like starts to fall and they're like, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like the whole chase scene through the house, like Ronnie being chased through the house. kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's not super scary, but yeah. And do you think you would survive? Uh, I put yes, I probably would. Um, I probably would have called the cops, even though he does call the cops a few times in the movie, like they come anyway. Yeah. But I feel like he didn't really try with them or just don't fucking spy on your neighbors. Just don't do <laughs> shit. Cause <laughs> Turner wasn't bothering anyone. Except for the people he's killing. Yeah, but I mean, who cares? There's redheaded women. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to any redheaded uh, female listener. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you? I said, yeah. I said, Turner ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah, like Grab if a 17-year-old Shia LaBeouf can kill him, I think exactly. I could. That guy was scrawny back then. He was, yeah. But yeah, grab that baseball bat. Give it yeah. a good swing. Exactly. <clears throat> all right uh so a because this is a bonus episode and b because uh i don't think mr turner would win against a horde of zombies Nope. um we're gonna do another top five today yep and this is gonna be top five trapped in a house movies <laughs> 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 kind of a big handle but yeah i think we have some I don't know what yours are. You don't know what mine are, but I think yeah. we, we both will have some good ones. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of good ones out there. Yeah. So do you want to go first with your f- number five? Yeah. Or do a, you want to do the honorable mentions? First? Yeah, I got a couple honorable mentions. All right. Um, so <clears throat> there was a bunch of movies that I wanted to put in my top five, but they weren't necessarily in a house. Yeah. They were all ripped. They may have been like in a cabin or like a room or something. So I just want to name a few movies that I think uh, are really good. Um, Cellular. Which oh, I just shit. watched like four or five years ago. Yeah. I've heard about that one. Dope ass movie. Yeah. I was really good. surprised by that one, actually. Um, Vacancy, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, that one is good. Uh, Saw, obviously. True. Very movie. Never even thought of that one. Yeah. Uh, Green Room. I really wanted to put that one on here. Probably would have been my number one. Dude, that's the one that I was talking to you about. Was it? Oh, yeah. man. I wanted to put it on here so bad. But I was so like, did I. Ah. And then I, I, I did have 
Evil Dead, like the original, is my number one, but I was like, ah, no, I got to keep it as a house, not as a cabin. All right, fair enough. So, yeah. Do you have any honorable mentions you want to say? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have five. Nice. But uh, for the people listening that don't know what that little comment was for me, uh, before we started recording, I said to Brooke, like, I have one that I want to put on my list, but it's not in a house. It's in a bar, but it's so fucking good. I didn't even and think it, of bar, to be honest. Yeah. And I it think, was great. I didn't think of that movie when he said it. Yeah. It's such a good movie, though. But I, I think we'll definitely be talking about this movie in the future because I think oh, it's just fucking amazing. For sure. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I had Green Room as well. Um, Panic Room with Jodie Foster. Oh, man. I used to watch Panic Room so much. That was a great movie. That is a good one. Uh, would You Rather? I don't think which, I've... I don't know if I've seen that one. It sounds familiar. It's basically like this rich guy kidnaps these people and sits them all around a table in his house. And he basically says, like, would you rather, like, cut your eye with a razor blade or, like, s- stab yourself in the face with a screwdriver or something like oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. It's on Netflix, I think, still, but it's pretty good. Okay, nice. And uh, See No Evil with Kane. <laughs> yes. I don't care what anybody says. I love that movie. That is pretty decent for a WWE movie. Yeah. And uh, lastly, the only reason why this movie is not on my top five, yeah. don't fucking at me, people, but it's The Shining. The only reason why it's not in my top five is because it's in a hotel and it's not in a house. I didn't even think of that, to be honest. Yeah. This like this movie would definitely probably be number one. Yeah. Yeah. If that's we a, did that's think. a good one. All right. All right. So I guess I'll start with my number five. Uh, so I have the strangers. Dude. Yeah. Um yeah, we've talked about this one before, so I won't say yeah. too much about it. I like this one still. Um, I know it's kind of up and down with some people, but I just love yeah. this one. All right, man. You might as well skip to number four because that's my number five too. Really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so my number four is Straw Dogs. Oh. The remake. Damn. Because um, I have not seen the original one, but I heard that it's – dog shit crazy yeah and like it's been banned in like some countries and shit so apparently it's a lot better than the remake um it's like dustin dustin hoffman in it i think yeah i don't think i've seen the original actually but uh i don't think it has that great reviews the remake but i really liked it um i was kind of like when the good guy wins not wins but gets like revenge on people Mm -hmm. and uh I really like the, like, the main actor in it. I forget his name, but he pays, plays like, uh, fuck, Cyclops on X-Men and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know who you mean. Yeah, so that's my number four. That's a good movie. Yeah, it is. I haven't yeah. seen that in a long time. Uh, my number four is Your Next. Nice, okay. Um, kind of has sort of a stranger's kind of feel to it. Yep. Uh, I mean, this family's trapped in the house, and I won't give any spoilers, because I've... I've probably foresee this one being an episode two in the future i think so i really enjoy it yeah all right your number three my number three is hush oh fuck me (laughs) i never even thought of hush uh (laughs) 
um this movie really fucking surprised me like holy shit uh yeah if you haven't seen this movie i won't say much about it basically still there there's a deaf girl who lives in the middle of nowhere and there's a guy who's like fucking with her yeah yeah and it's my number three it's a nuts movie it is as a it's a great movie i wish it was on my list shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh what's your number three uh my number three is 10 cloverfield lane oh i didn't even think of putting that one on yeah this is a good one i love this movie um i mean like she's trapped in a room for most of the movie i think eh yeah if i remember correctly yeah she is yeah and uh i mean john goodman's is it is this one of john goodman yeah it is yeah yeah though jesus the way i'm talking you think i've never seen it yeah but uh, i haven't seen it like (laughs) since it first came out but um yeah it is a good one yeah and it's kind of like a, a standalone sequel to cloverfield and i think we mentioned it in we did, yeah. Episodes, um, yeah. Uh, quarantine, I think episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I like this one actually better than Cloverfield. I think I have to revisit both of them again. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the, it, it's a good one for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just great performances all around. The ending I could probably do with a different ending, but agreed. I mean, the, the movie as a whole, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, so my two. number two is your next. Okay. Nice. Um, I thought it was a, a good slosher movie. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, I think it'd probably be one we visit in the future. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my number two is one that just came out last year, the year before, but it's uh, Ready or Not. I haven't seen that one yet. Man. But it's it, a lot of people love it. It is such a good movie. So like, I think I, I definitely need to watch it here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. I I'm not going to give anything away, but it's a really really good movie. Yeah, I've heard it. Um, my number one is Don't Breathe. Nice. Um, I've only seen this the one it was in theaters, but this movie is fucked up. Like, yeah. The one end scene, like, it's not gory or anything at all, but it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but, and then, fuck, what's the main actor in it? The fucking old guy. Um, Stephen Lane? Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking Is badass in this movie. Um, And he's kind of like the good guy, kind of. But, uh, yeah, yeah. it's I really like this one. That was, it was good. And what's your number one? My number one, and this is the one that I was telling you about that we would get probably set on fire if it wasn't on one of our lists. Yeah. But uh, Misery. Yes. Oh, man. I didn't even think <laughs> of that one. <laughs> I was looking through your list on IMDb, yeah. and I had my top five all figured out. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, how could I forget this movie? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, what's there's nothing bad I can say about it. Yeah. Kathy Bates is amazing. Agreed. Um, she, she plays a perfect crazy bitch. Yeah. Um, story's great. Atmosphere's great. Everything's great about this movie. Yeah. I love it. Fuck, I totally forgot about that one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I forgot about we, Hush, so there we go. I think go. we had some banners on, on our list this time. I agree. I agree. Nice. Cool. Good lists. Well, I guess that wraps that up. Yeah. 
All right. So I think we'll call her a night then. Yeah. So and, um, I guess keep your ears out for our next episode. Uh, like we said, 28 days later. Yeah. Um, probably record it, I don't know, Sunday maybe. So Yeah. It'll be out next week, though. Yep. Um, and once again, thank you to everybody who participated in this listener request. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of people um, toss some movies our way. Yeah, we did. Uh, but yeah, we're definitely going to be doing it again shortly. Yeah. And um, like I said on Instagram, if you saw the post, uh, we'll be keeping all the picks the same, minus this one. We're going to take this one out, and anybody. Like, if you want to switch your pick, that's fine. If not, then we'll just leave your name in there, and we'll leave it open for anybody else who hasn't tossed a movie in. They can throw one in, too, and yep. see how many we can get. Yeah. <coughs> uh, yeah, I think this is fun. Yeah, definitely. I Some really more contact, content for people while they're in quarantine, yeah. um, going through all this sh- shit. So, yeah. yeah, I guess that's it. All right. Well... Good talking to you. <laughs> you too, buddy. <laughs> uh, have a good Easter weekend in quarantine. Yeah. And uh, as well. Thank you. And all you and other I- people. Hope you had, not sure when this will drop, I think Friday. So um, yeah. have a good Easter, everyone. Yeah. Take care, guys. Bye. Thank you.